Hello and welcome to the Can't Race for Shed podcast, the only CRS podcast this week that didn't get fined for touching Wang. This week's episode is called 25 Grid Place Drops Aren't Enough. I did that wrong yep. completely and utterly. But we're no, sticking... you did that well. Well done. <laughs> yeah, we're, well we're, done. Raw... we're sticking with it. I'm joined tonight by my regular co-host, Jimmy. Say good day, Jimmy. G'day, Jimmy. Uh, yeah, we've got a big episode here, and we're not even doing MotoGP. We've, 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 we've shelved it. We've shelved it. It's not happening until this triple header is over, because, good Lord, there is never going to be another season like this season. And I feel we need it's to not, give it the credit it deserves. It's not going to happen. It's absolutely ridiculous how this is going at the moment. Yeah, there's, there's never going to be another season as good as this season. I honestly, I wrote it off after after the um, qualifying exclusion. I I wrote it off. That was championship done. Yep, clearly not. No, um, whoops. Yeah. What I what I have to do is uh, admit I was wrong because I thought it was championship over too, and I have to swallow my pride and go. That was one of the best drives in terms of a weekend that i've ever seen yeah um that that of lit a fire on the mercedes one that i don't think i've seen for for a few races now yeah that's yeah put put aside the fact they turned the engine up that is mostly irrelevant that was a fantastic drive yeah uh, that was brilliant Uh, honestly that really renewed my my sort of faith in 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 the championship, I honestly like Axie. You, you were one hundred percent right after I put up the message going, "That's well, done now," and then he was just like, "No, nah, it's not. It's not over yet." And I'm like, "Come on, Axie, no, <laughs> come on, come on, you're better than this." And then like get to the end of it and just be like, "Oh, oh, okay, oh, he was right. Yeah, you, right. You, you owe a Dutchman uh, some weed, I, I suppose." I said because he's planning on coming to the Silverstone Grand Prix at some point. So if I'm there, I'm definitely going to buy a man a beer. Yeah, yeah apparently You're it's right. one of the races he wants to come to. I imagine just so him and his friends can light flares. And I, I, I want to go to Silverstone. I've, I've got a bucket list of races I want to attend. Uh, I've if... never actually been. Uh, this is gonna, this is gonna hurt. I've never actually been to an F1 race. That is probably because your country's so fucking big because it's on a continent. It's actually probably about a five-hour flight for you to get to the Australian GP. No, it, it's only about an hour. It's only a good hour. Oh, fuck um, it. Is it because it's not actually a very good racetrack? No, it's because it used to be in my city, but while it was in my city, I wasn't born, so I couldn't just go to the race, obviously. Yeah, I know, and now they're ripping it to pieces because they hate all happiness and fun. And then since then, I haven't really had the money to go over by myself and book a hotel for three days and you guys buy tickets and I hate camping. Camping can get fucked. Nah, you got to camp. Grand Prix camping. I mean, you're pretty camp yourself, so. Well, yeah, but you, you, you know what they, um, you know what they say about camping? What do they say about camping? It's fucking intense, mate. No, you you fucked up the joke. It's, you know what they no, say about sex while camping? Oh, probably. Fucking intense. Yeah. Yeah, there we go. All right, all right, all right. Yeah. yeah. I've, <laughs> I've gone fucked up. 
That's not surprising. We, yeah, we really are good at this. Yeah, let's face it. The start didn't go that well. <laughs> We've continued. <laughs> so, yeah, I obviously we called it. It was going to be a boring race. That that seems to be working for us. I, hang on. I fucking didn't. Well, no. I <laughs> Don't drag was, me into your bullshit. I only said it was going to be a boring race because that makes it exciting. Whenever I say it's going to be a boring race, it's brilliant. Except for Jetta, I don't see that being brilliant, but I'll curse it anyway. You know more about Jetta than the rest of us. Jetta? Jetta? Yeah, what, yeah, you know, yeah. Wherever the bikes fucking go around. They don't. What the bikes, the bikes don't there? go to Saudi Arabia. Oh, is Saudi no. Jetta? Oh, well, uh, Qatar. Next week's race. Oh, Qatar. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Qatar's a brilliant track. However, I've watched like a recreation of... Uh, a recreation of the track and I've watched an F1 car go around there and the speeds that they take the corners, I'm not certain we're going to get any overtaking done that isn't just straight out DRS. Right, so just about every F1 race. Yeah, I mean, the the straight's a kilometre long. You're going to have some DRS there. That's inevitable. Uh, But... Whether or not it's yeah, that, that's probably the only overtaking opportunity you're going to have on that track. Whereas with the bikes, there's like five or six different overtaking opportunities, and that makes that track brilliant. I, I I've seen images of the track, and I wasn't overly. It doesn't look like a very Formula One friendly. No, it's it's a pretty bike friendly thing. Although to be fair. We used to say Bahrain was a pretty shit track, and in recent years, that's come up trumps. Yeah, I'm still not. I, d- I don't know. I'm not, I'm not overly sure. Um, Jetta's gonna be not Jetta. Um, yeah, Jetta. Yeah, the Saudi so, track. It, it, no, no, Jetta is gonna be a particularly oh, good yeah. race either because it's they've they've gone and made a very very fast um, street circuit. Oh yeah. And yeah, I just don't see that playing into good racing. I think McLaren are going to have a better time there. It's going to be great to watch in qualifying. Yeah, yeah. I'm just not... I, d- I don't know. I might just be being a cynic. But either way, we've got a Brazilian race to talk about. Oh, yes, we do. So it yes, started with, with Lewis deciding but they want to take a new internal combustion engine. Yep, and then turn it up to 11. Yep, and then obviously qualified on pole, which I was not expecting. I honestly thought this was going to be much more of a Red Bull circuit. Yep. Um, and then the penalty came. Yes. Uh, disqualification. So I've, I've had a look at the stewards' notes, and basically they have a uh, like a frame uh, thing at eight, set at 85 millimeters. Yes. That they pass through the DRS flap when it's open. If it passes through, the rear wing has in fact failed that test. So it didn't pass through on the left-hand side, didn't pass through on the middle, and passed through on the right-hand side. And it actually made sure that that frame wasn't faulty and got a different one, and it still passed through only on the right-hand side. Yes, which the FIA have also turned around and said that they, they don't think Mercedes were doing anything untoward. Obviously, if you Correct. listen to Facebook, but, they they say differently. 
everyone yes. who's been beaming on about Mercedes cheating. I say everyone. I mean, if you know F1 only through Netflix. Yeah. But the problem is uh, it's it's a it's a technical infringement. It's like Sebastian Vettel at Hungary. You know, yes, having less than two litres wasn't something that was done yes, under it, war. It's, it's a penalty. But it's a technical infringement, and it's as black and white as you can really get. Like, Sporting what... infringements, like, oh, you moved up the inside of him, you shouldn't have done that sort of thing. They're a lot more grey, but technical infringements, if you fail a technical infringement, it's just a penalty. It is. Yeah, yeah. I've... I initially, when they first started putting it up online, there wasn't very much detail. And it was like, oh, his rear wings failed on something. I was like, oh, that'll be fine. It'll just be be something silly. And then it came up, but it it's being looked at as a technical infringement. It's like, bollocks, that's slam dunk. There's no... It, it just is a penalty. I'm, I, you can't really yeah. argue yeah. it. Yeah, it's just a, it's a massive blow. It, it sucked, obviously, Mercedes tried to use the fact, but it was damage. It wasn't intentional. We should be given the opportunity to replace it under Park Ferme. It was only one part of the wing. It wasn't the whole wing that failed, but like I said, it's... And, surprise, surprise, it was Max Verstappen's fault. Which is, again, the next thing, for fuck's sake, fucking Netflix fans... I've genu- genuinely, I left two. Well, it wasn't just it wasn't just Netflix fans. It was Mercedes. I think Mercedes. Mercedes said that Verstappen damaged their wing. I think Mercedes <laughs> saw obviously the writing on the wall going shit. That's a technical infringement. Bollocks. They just did whatever they could. Yeah, yeah. I I don't think anyone at Mercedes actually believes Max Verstappen damaged anything. I'm yeah. I'm willing to bet money on that. But they went. Oh shit! Max touched the wing. This is a get out free jail cut or get out jail free cut. This is if Max hadn't touched it, it still would have fucking failed. That's as is something that the fucking keyboard warriors all on fucking Facebook at the moment don't seem to understand between the two groups of fans. You've got one group of fans arguing, but Lewis has been cheating with dodgy DRS, and then the other fucking group of fans fucking arguing that fucking Max damaged the wing deliberately. Are you dense? Ah, <laughs> oh, but yeah, um, it did bring about a lot of humour and, and this weekend, this weekend will probably go down in history as the sassiest, most sarcastic weekend in Formula One history. Yes, it it was hilarious because you've got Sebastian Vettel uh, going. I might t- I might only touch his front wing. That'll be twenty five grand instead. Yep, that's hilarious. <laughs> you've got uh, after qualifying Bono on the radio to Lewis Hamilton going. Now Lewis, make sure you don't touch anyone's wings or anything like that when you get out of the car. You had F1 team radio with Michael Massey, who was being absolutely sarcastic, like the most sarcastic man in the world. I think at this point, Matt Massey's got a tough job. He does. <laughs> he does. I feel, I feel sorry for him. I will say, um, in not in Massey's defence on this one, actually, when we get on to 
the later incident. I do I do have some words for Massey. Yep. Um, who who else was particularly sassy this weekend? Uh Toto Wolf at the end of the race. Yep. And then uh, Lewis in the, reply. Yeah, uh, there was one that sort of angered me a little bit from Lewis, and I and I know, oh, Lewis said something dodgy. What a surprise! But it was when they announced that, uh, well, that when they told Lewis that Max wasn't getting a penalty, and Lewis's reply was, "Of course," yeah, as in. Which... Like, he hasn't that... been protected for the past six, seven years. Like, get fucked, mate. Come I don't on. Think, I don't think he's been protected, but I will say... Uh, oh, I think come after on. That, no, that's a heat of the moment comment anyway. He'd just been pushed off track. It, it is a heat of the moment comment, but I'm, I'm going, oh, come on, at the fact that you're saying he hasn't been protected. Come protected on. Protected what? Mate. By the FIA? Yes. 100%. I can't do it off the top exactly. of my head. I, you I will, can't I will, do it. I will. I will look at. I will look them up. I will look them up, and I will bring them next week. Yeah, feel free. Yeah. Okay. So, are we, are we done the sassy? I think so. Oh uh, no, Max Verstappen as well. He was also very, very sassy. Uh, because uh, they said a black and white flag for weaving, and he goes, "Perfect, say hi." <laughs> yeah, I, I've got to say, it's a about time <laughs> on on the weaving uh, after. And sorry to bring up a sore subject for everyone. We're not going into it after Silverstone's weaving. <laughs> it's about time someone went. This weaving is getting a bit daft, isn't it? Yes. Yeah. Um, I hope other people get stung with that one as well because he's not the only one that's been violently weaving across a racetrack. No, they've all been doing it, and they were even doing it back when Roman Grosjean was in here last last time they went to Silverstone. Actually, when Roman Grosjean was like somehow in third, and he was weaving and diving in late and all of that, and good gear that's been going on for a while. Yeah, it's a. I'm. I'm it was only a black and white flag. I'm sure every Lewis Hamilton, or not every Lewis Hamilton fan, some of us are sensible, was, well, the Netflix ones, were screaming at the telly going, no, he should be black flagged for it. Yeah. Um, and I'm sure the Max fans were screaming at the telly going, he doesn't deserve a black and white flag for that. He was just... Which caught. he doesn't. I'm, he I'm was... not a Max fan, but he doesn't deserve it because no one else is... Oh well, a black and white flag probably, but he did definitely didn't deserve a penalty or anything like that. For for weaving, no, I don't think he deserved a penalty yeah. for it. Black and white flag is basically going, stop it now. And, hey, stop. Yeah. Hey, hey, it's the same thing we give Charles Leclerc when he shoves people off a track. But whatever. Ooh, these are the same Ooh. things. Ooh. okay, okay, we hit it. Hit ourselves a sore spot. <laughs> Yeah, anyway, anyway, yeah, because it's just inconsistency again from the FIA, but Ed, we're not we're not discussing last year's races. We we're discussing this one where they started sprint race, something we forgot was happening th- this weekend when we Yep. Bit, but I'm I'm still not a fan of them. I think your idea is much better. Run them in reverse championship order because how awesome was it Lewis coming through the field like that? That's brilliant. Um, yeah. Although we did, I did, I did uh, give you a stat 
uh, every time there's been a sprint weekend, Max and Lewis have come together, and that and this weekend is no different. Ah, they didn't make contact. Or that everyone's <laughs> they... in uproar about Max did this and Lewis did this. And, or they... it's, it's brilliant. Every they... time there's a sprint weekend, we have plenty to talk about. They, they didn't make contact. They might as well have done that. <laughs> um, <laughs> yeah, Bottas did a thing. He did. He actually he did. did a thing. He, he put the soft tyres on and I thought, well, they're not going to last. You've just done that to annoy Max slightly if he can actually get in front of him. But he fucking did it and held it. I'm, he almost looked competent for an... Well, what was it? 20 <laughs> lap race. He was a respectable race, racing yeah. driver for once. Even Toto was proud of him. And then the race happened and there's so many memes of him holding the door open for the Red Bulls. He had <laughs> Poor one... Valtteri. Yeah, he'd like it's showing the race before. Mm. You like you've got the pace, Valtteri. Like I don't think Max was taking any risks. I think he Max thought at that point, fuck it, Lewis is down in twentieth. I've got an easy do the sprint and then yeah, I can I can do do the race and just get Valtteri down. I'm going to get loads of points on Lewis this weekend. Fucking brilliant. Yeah. So what what he didn't count on is Lewis Hamilton overcoming twenty five grid places. No, no, that was that was <laughs> that's that's more than the entire field. He overcame that, so he la- he he overtook more than the entire field. Yes, and put a. 10 second gap to him and Max after that as well. Yeah, I think the Mercedes might have been a little bit OP with that engine mode. I don't, I don't because that, only... and, that and some brilliant driving, but yeah, that's it was a little bit ridiculous when he was just blowing by cars. I t- t- the Red Bull was the hardest one to pass because Checo gave him a run for his money. Oh, che- the, che- Mexican min- the Mexican Minister of Defense is back. Yes, again, Lewis got him on the main straight and then immediately Checo timed it perfectly, got him back on the next. But yeah, had to use all of his battery. Yeah, yeah, after that he was dead in the water and then Bottas just couldn't get past him until we had a um, virtual safety car and Which Bottas worked got a jump. perfectly. Yeah, worked absolutely perfectly for Valtteri. I, I, I'm not sure that Sergio would have held on to third even if, even without the virtual safety car, but it was very, very lucky for Bottas to get that the perfect because it literally ended as he was coming out of the pits. Yeah. Also, did you um did you hear Toto's comment uh, about? I think it was just after, just before. Yeah, Valtteri, go get the go get him. Yeah, go, go get looking him. like what? Sorry. Toto, what? did I just hear you right? Did you just tell Valtteri to go get Max? Yeah, he did. He'd, and granted, he did reduce the gap. But telling him to go get Max, yeah. that's a bit mean, isn't it? Yeah. And then we had um, the moment that, that your wife's heart broke. And Daniel Ricciardo retired with, uh, with a power unit failure. If I'm going to be honest with you, at this point, I'm not even sure she knows he retired. Oh. Do you I've, want I've... to tell her live on air? <laughs> no. No, she's downstairs. I'm not telling her that. I'm not a madman. <laughs> Go on. 
that it, you're a slut for content. Go on. <laughs> I'll do anything for some likes. No, no, I, 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 she's all the way downstairs. I'm, I'm not. I'm not doing that to her. Bless her. That'll, that'll ruin her day completely if she didn't realise already. <laughs> what do you mean? Did she not watch the race? No, she she watched the race. I just don't think she noticed that because I was screaming at the telly about other things. <laughs> right. So let's do all the F1 stuff first before we talk about Max and Lewis. So there's a, a piece of F1 news that got announced today. I'm not sure if you're across this yet. I'm pretty sure I know what you're going to say. And yep. a Garage in China announced it last week. Too early. Yeah, too early. So um, it's crazy what you can do with 30 million euros. You can, buy, you can buy Guan Yu Zhou, an F1 synced, yep. instead of Oscar Piastri, who is, in my mind, much more deserving. Not yep. just because he's Australian, it's because he's wiped the floor with everyone he's raced. Yeah, but luckily um, your talent doesn't count for shit. It's, it's no. your money. And if there's anything that we've been showing recently, money in F1 talks much louder than, um, I don't know, the re-races one message? <laughs> yeah, this, uh, yeah, Seb really pushed that one to its limits. It's, hey, FIA, I'm actually going to do something about your message. Said, oh, no, you can't do that. Yeah, because we don't. We, we we can't have that. <laughs> yeah, it's a yeah. He's he's got a drive. Okay. Um. Question is, is he better than Giovinazzi? A sex offender? No, no. We, we've oh god, that's something else we need to cover. People are feeling sorry for the sex offender. Yeah. What? Why? Okay. I've I've got two things I really need to bring up. Obviously, he he actually got some talking time. Which he doesn't usually yep. get. Someone actually wanted to talk to him. And does anyone else find it? Because obviously he's the son of a Russian oil billionaire. Yeah. Um. He he was schooled in boarding schools in the UK. Now, does anyone else find it really weird when he talks, and he's, his very British accent comes out? He of does what you were have a British accent. A very Russian. Yeah. Duh. Yeah. Yeah. Well, First time I heard my vodka. First time I heard him talk, I was genuinely sitting there going, "Oh, he's British." Bo- Bo- Bond villain. <laughs> Bo- Bond? He, he would make a really good Bond villain. He's a sex offender. He's Russian, yeah. and he talks with a British accent. And he's got that blonde really? hair as well. Yeah. Oh, and the blonde hair and the receding hairline. Oh, do you know what? He could actually been been like some sort of like we could stick him in a movie uh, as a Nazi spy. He's got he's got the blonde hair. Fake British accent. He's got a bit of Aryan about him, yeah. Yeah, that's perfect. And because they're just shoehorning Nazis into everything for, these days. For, for legal reasons, we are not comparing Nikita Mazepin to a Nazi. We're just saying he would play a really good one in a fake movie. Yes, we're not saying he is a Nazi. He, he could be. Obviously, I don't know. Jimmy doesn't know. The only Fuck's person that sake. knows is... <laughs> Is Nikita Mazepin? God's sake! But we're not saying he is. We're just saying he could be. In the same no. way, no, 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 no. I'm going to put a stop to this. No, you're just saying he could be. 
He could be. Everyone could be a Nazi, but not all of us look like Nazis. <laughs> so that's good. Good. I've covered that. I've... Look, you're all gonna feel really silly one day if all of a sudden you just start rambling stuff about not liking a certain group of people and chambers that you could put them in. That you'll feel bad then. He's already done that. Women. Oh yeah. No, he doesn't want <laughs> to put them in. Uh, the, if the chamber is his well, bedroom. Yeah, the sex dungeon of some description. Yeah, that's fine. We'll, we'll we'll go with the thing we can say. He's a sex offender. He got very teary because he looked like he was on for a good lap, and then he fucked it up. And he beat his teammate. <sighs> what in the race? Yep. Yeah, but there might have been a reason for that. There was, but he still beat him. Yeah, but Mick Schumacher had to stop for a whole new piece of car. Yeah, but it's Nikita Mazepin. Yes. Mick Schumacher should have been back past in in an instant. No, he had to catch back up and it just timed wrong for him. Also, Nicholas Tiffy finally out-qualified Russell. I know, that's brilliant. Yeah, that's... you've got a guy who's going to Mercedes hailed as like the next Lewis Hamilton, and you've got some rich Canadian pottering around in a Williams, and he beat him fair and square. Yep, it's the first nothing time went it's... wrong for Russell. He actually beat him on pace and merit. That's the first time it's ever happened, though. But he's been close a couple of times. Yeah, he's, he's definitely Latifi's sort of quietly been improving at the back. He has. He, he's got. He's got enough talent to at least be in Formula One. Yeah, I respect him more than I respect Stroll, who uh, at the moment is having a really. He's not doing very well. He's not having a good time. No. No, his, his last few race finishes and qualifying and everything has made it look like maybe employing the four-time world champion to make your son look better might not have been the best thought-out plan. Yeah, because said if said four-time champion finds some form, which he has, it's going to make yeah. your son look like a right tit, and then Nikita Mazepin's going to come over and fondle your son. Yeah, yeah, that's probably going to happen. Or, <laughs> or maybe Lawrence Stroll has enough money to make Seb legally his son. Oh, there you go. There you go. <laughs> hey, the German, would you like a Canadian citizenship? Yeah. Brilliant. I think yeah. you've solved it. Yeah, I've, I've fixed their Sebastian problems. Sebastian Settle is now Sebastian Stroll. Yeah. Do we have... He's SS, and because he's German. Oh, that's brilliant. Now we, we've gone full circle. We're back to Nazis. <laughs> Fuck's sake, Jimmy. We just got off them. What, have you not been off Nazis since you found out about them in, like, high school? What, you, what when you're saying often, do you mean genuinely ignore their existence or yes? To, I, I'm not a fan. <laughs> you're not sitting there taking notes like mm, perfect area, nice. Yeah, good, good lot. You know what? I think you might be onto something. No, fucking hell. <laughs> Who's who looks at the Nazi manifesto and goes? Oh, he does have some good points, doesn't he? Oh, plan to come back as the undead. Oh, that's a new one. Yeah. Oh. 
Oh, the Germans are the ultimate people. Oh, brilliant. This is working out nicely. <laughs> anyway, off Nazis. Do we have anything else F1 related before we get on to the incident? No, not really. <laughs> I um, mean, I've just hit Shahin Shah Afridi for 120 meter six back over his head. But other than that. Um, I've discovered I'm an absolute cretin and plan to make boy racer stuff on Forza Horizon because <laughs> and I've just nicked it to the keeper. My innings was three balls long. It's almost like people will be listening to this thinking we're avoiding talking about this again. Yeah. <laughs> no, we're not actually. No, we're not. We're not. I'm going to put my fear cap on. Are we, yep. are we talking about it now? Yeah, why not? I've also I... put my fair cap on as well. I fully concede that if it were the other way round, if it were Lewis defending against Max, I would be in uproar. I think I can I can concede that I would I would look at that and go, fuck it needs a penalty of some sort. I feel like there's a buck coming. Um for for a couple of reasons. For a couple of reasons. And I've looked at the onboard. And as have you. Yeah. What we can see is Max turning, still turning, still turning, turning some more, t- turning even more, and then just not making the corner. Yeah. Yeah. I think However, so, so there's some understeer at play there. We could both I'm... see that quite clearly. Yeah. It's, it's, it's that. So Max goes in. He definitely doesn't turn enough for the corner and intends to give Lewis the old Lewis Max trick. It's what they've been doing to each other all season. I think Lewis, it's... meet the edge of the track. Edge of the track, meet Lewis. Yeah, and Max, meet the edge of the track. They, they've been doing it to each other from the start of the year at Bahrain when Lewis did it to Max. Yes, um, but yes, we can we can clearly see that there's some understeer at play there. He hasn't opened the steering wheel. He hasn't turned into Lewis. I, th- I, th- I think he was turning gradually for the corner at his own pace. It wasn't until you see him crank the steering wheel did Max have any intention of actually properly turning for that corner. Yeah. And that's the but, moment but of understeer. But but most importantly, we're in agreement that understeer played a part, yeah? Once he cranked the steering wheel, that's when the understeer became a right. thing. That's good. That's good. the fact. That's all I really it's all I really need. Because I'm gonna put my fair cap on. Okay? I'm gonna put my fair cap on. Silverstone, that incident at Cops was also caused by what we can see as a fair bit of understeer, yeah? We're in agreement uh, on that one? I wouldn't say I would say the difference between those is Lewis turned in and immediately got a little bit of understeer. He wasn't walking Max out to the edge of the track. Max still had plenty of room and Max also avoid any form of collision, but carry on. So what I'm saying is had they made contact, I would have fully accepted that that was 100% Max's fault and probably would have compared it to Silverstone and go, you know what? Fair play. That's one each. Okay. So I'm I'm fully willing to admit that if they had made contact and one of them DNF'd, that would have been Max's fault, 100%. Let's not beat around the bush there. Even with the understeer, that whole thing is Max's fault. 
right? But I will defend him slightly. Only slightly. I think it's slightly more excusable. Just a little bit. And you can think I'm wrong. That's fine. Slightly more excusable for Max because he's fighting for his first championship. It was a defensive move fighting for his first championship. Lewis Hamilton's got seven. He what doesn't does that need mean? another. What does that come into a difference? It makes a difference in my mind. If you're fighting for your first championship, not your eighth, it makes a fair difference. Like, for example, Schumacher and Damon Hill. I that can wasn't forgive Schumacher's that one. First. Slight... 94. That wasn't Schumacher's first championship. 1994. Are you sure? I'm looking that up was, right he was, now. He was still in the Benetton at that point, wasn't he? Yes. Yes, that was. Okay, yeah, that was. But that was also Damon's first, so... Yes. But I'm I'm, suggest- I'm telling you... Uh... I, think, I think you're right. I say think, I know you're right. But then he also... 1994, yeah. yeah this just ends retarded. Yeah, he, he also then went on to get disqualified from a championship for... Yes, and that's into... less excusable because he already had one. No, I don't, Am I, don't, I making I don't, sense? No, I don't think the amount of championships you have excuses you for being a fucking dumbass. And I'm not saying... Actually, I, and genuinely, we've had this discussion before the podcast. I don't think Max was being a dumbass. On this no. occasion, and um, my obviously your your view on it is slightly more acceptable because he was fighting for his first championship. Okay, fair enough. Yeah, my... not 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 to like walk him off the track, but like people are saying, oh, he shouldn't have defended at all. I'm like, well, he's fighting for his first oh, ever he, championship. He absolutely had every <laughs> every right to to fight for it. It was he was in first place. Why? He should fight for it. And to anyone that turns around and says, but well, Max made no effort to hit the apex, this is in the rules. Or not in the rules, but in sort of what's deemed as racing. If you are the car on the inside, you have no, absolutely no obligation to hit the apex. You don't. It is not a thing. It's a fairly subjective measure in itself, isn't it? Because the don't. apex would be slightly different for everyone, wouldn't it? But the thing is, it's, people argue the fact, but and they did this. It comes back to the Lewis and um, Silverstone issue with people saying, "But Lewis didn't hit the apex." The car on the inside doesn't have to. This is this is not a thing. There is no rule in racing that says you gotta hit the apex. It's not there. Max had every right to have his car in the position. The issue Max fell into was the fact that he late braked. He and was on a dirty line. Yeah, he was intending to walk Lewis to the edge of the racetrack, something Lewis and Max have both done to each other more than once. And at the point he then wanted to go, good, I can now continue to drive all the way to the exit curb and Lewis will be off the track and I'll still be on it. That didn't happen, which is where he understood and where he went off as well. And Lewis had to take even further avoiding action. That's the bit I take issue with. That's the clumsy, silly bit. That's that's my issue with the whole 
whole thing. Like Max and Lewis have been pushing. I don't like it. I don't think anyone should be able to walk another car. If you've got a car on your outside, room should be left, in my opinion. But yeah. the FIA have decided, no, that's fine. You can do that. If something similar happened in like a CRS championship, there would probably be a, a penalty handed out somewhere. Yes. Yeah. It, it It's not an acceptable thing to do in, again, in my opinion, but the FIA have decided differently, but it doesn't change in CRS, my stewarding of things. If I watched someone do that, I'd say, no, you didn't leave room on the outside. There was a car there. You failed to leave room. But the FIA yeah. apparently, that's fine. Don't worry about it. Um, but when Max had to go off, like I think Lewis was making that corner. Lewis braked slightly earlier. Max broke later. I've I think Lewis was making that corner and had to leave the track because Max was escorting him off to the outside and had to go off even further because Max was going off as well. It was really sloppy defending from Max. It was poor. And personally, I think he gained a slight advantage from it. Yeah, so I, I I can't really argue with any of that. To be perfectly honest with yeah, you, yeah, I'm 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 not. So, I'd like, I've watched the onboard footage. Max never opened the steering wheel. He never turned into Lewis. There was nothing malicious there from my point of view that Max was doing. I don't like what he was doing. But again, but the FIA, legal, yeah, and the intention the was yeah. legal. Yeah, it was him then turning and getting understeered. That that for me. That's where that fell apart for Max on this occasion. I personally, again, looking at it, and I know Mercedes have appealed it. I'm not sure it's penalty worthy, if I'm no. being honest. I, I, if if there was a gravel trap on the outside, which I know Sausage has suggested there should be gravel yeah. traps on the outside, it would stop this. It wouldn't like, have happened. I I think it put. It, Lewis still would have got walked out to the outside of the track. Regardless, Max would have always taken that manoeuvre. I just think Max might have structured his braking a bit better. And yeah. he wouldn't have gone off as well. But he always would have, which then means the car on the outside is the biggest loser, which would have been Lewis at that point. If that had happened and Lewis had lost out massively, then the penalty should come Max's way. But Lewis still got back on track, got his head back down, got past Max a couple of laps later. And and again, I fully admit that if Hamilton was defending Max in the same way, I'd be a little annoyed. I fully concede that. I'd go, Hamilton is a cheat and all of that sort of... I was was more annoyed at the time. I I still don't... And Mercedes are only going for a penalty because they want it to be just long enough, but then Bottas would get P2. They're just trying to win a championship. And I fully believe if it was the other way around... Red Bull would be doing the exact oh, same 100%. thing. Have a much Christian Horner on the old radio. Come on, Michael, let him race. Go on. That wasn't actually Christian Horner. That was Jonathan Wheatley. Was that Jonathan Wheatley? I don't fucking care. It was Jonathan was. Wheatley. But come on, let let him race. <laughs> oh, to be fair, that's what we've all been saying as fans for ages. Yeah, but I feel like they've got two involved now. They should have just, I think, penalised the, for God's sake, you've pushed another car off track. It would have put a stop to it straight away. Yeah, but it didn't. (laughs) 
no, but it it's, didn't. It's it's just going to continue forever, and yeah. they're now going to forever have to be involved in these sorts of incidents. And that's the thing, because if they clamp down on it now, people will just go, "Well, you didn't do it last year." Yeah, yeah, they, they've made their bed now. They have to lie on it, but that's how racing is now. Apparently, you push a car off the track, and that's that's fine. But like I said on this occasion, not not at, not at CRS because we race, we race cleanly, yeah. Except just Smokey forgets to brake, but that's normal. Yeah, that, that's it's, you expect that. Like, just get as close to the inside <laughs> as you can and and, um, squeeze and pray your together. Pray. Yeah, but yeah, on on this occasion, like I said, I I don't think Max did anything that neither of them have done to each other. No. The understeer is the issue for me. Max didn't have full control over his car and had to leave the track as well to stop an overtake from happening. That's that's my issue, but I don't think it should be a penalty because Lewis still won. And I I get sorry just a, on the Michael Massey side of things. Get the footage, judge. Don't. It's it's been a good couple of days now since the race. There was no footage available until today. Yeah. Like judge it at the time, or at least explain that to the fans. Because I I tweeted F1, Mercedes, and Red Bull saying, "Where's Max's onboard?" I like. We seem to have onboard and all the footage available ten minutes after any other crash. Even if it's not live broadcast, good God, the angles they were showing us a Stowe the moment that happened. Not Stowe, um, Cops. Cops, yeah. And good God, any other incident that's ever happened between Max and Lewis, there is instantly 9,000 replays we have to watch. Yeah. This one? Um, no. Yeah, there is one more thing I'd like to cover, and you can disagree with me if you like. You probably will. I'll try. I'm starting to get a little bit sick of particularly David Croft. It's not so much Martin Brundle. It's not so much anyone else. I'm starting to get sick of David Croft's bias towards Lewis Hamilton. I can't, I didn't prepare any direct quotes, That's but fine. right towards the end of the race, he was sort of talking about, Oh, how hard the weekend's been for Lewis and all of that sort of stuff. And like all of that, other stuff and he said a couple of things that like I can't remember exactly and I don't want to sort of say them without having a direct quote but I'm starting to get a little bit annoyed at the bias that David Croft has for Lewis Hamilton that's fine I was sick of um, Paul DeResta a long time ago who's got bias Max's bias that's fair I I think it's going to be hard pushed to find um presenters that don't have a little bit of bias and i think like some of it you're obviously watching um the the sky highlights um which for you guys is obviously you guys don't have a sky australia team doing doing no we have the same team that you do we have um what's his face we have martin brundle uh jensen button on occasion nico rosberg who's my favorite oh fuck it oh god jensen's the Jensen's brilliant. I love Jensen when he's on commentary. Jensen is fantastic. It, when Martin Brundle retires, and let's hope that's soon because he is a knob, I yes. want Jensen to take over. Yeah, I I really like Jensen's commentary. I think he's actually reasonably unbiased. But yeah, you, you kind of have to... 
the Sky team, they're British. They're catering for a lot of British fans. You are going to get British buyers. The same way if you watch um, the Dutch Sky team. Oh, yeah. There's no, there's no hiding that one. No. <laughs> they're not really subtle about that one. So, yeah, unless there's going to become a Sky Australia and they're going to get sent to all the things and be a second English-speaking Sky team on the grid. Um, where you get Mark get, Webber. You'll get all... No, he's doing the Channel oh, 4 stuff. Get Mark Webber and Alan Jones. Oh, that'll fuck some people up. Get Alan Jones. Oh, that'll be some major, Ooh. major um, Daniel Ricciardo dick-sucking. No, uh, well, yeah, yes, most likely, but that's not the reason I want Alan Jones. <laughs> Alan Jones in Australia has a knack for popping up in the media for what we like to call foot-in-mouth syndrome. He says shit, he doesn't really give a fuck, and it pisses everyone <laughs> off. Brilliant. So I want him on. I want him on there. I'm trying to think of like a British person that he's a little bit like Boris Johnson. He says shit that offends people, really doesn't give a fuck. Well, we'll wave off, wave off. We're not to, we're not talking politicians. Wave off. Okay. <laughs> we'll we, stop that there. We, we, we don't do that here. All right. Anyway, let's move off Formula One because it's yes, been almost we, an hour that. now, and we we didn't have an argument, um, which is reasonably. No, we, we both we both put our fair caps on. We were both. As fair as we're probably going to be, I think we actually did a reasonably good job of that. I'm gonna, I'm gonna congratulate myself by having a beer and um, yep. telling you MotoGP shit. And we didn't, we didn't avoid the thing entirely. No, we're still not talking about the Monza thing though. Bollocks to that. Yeah, <laughs> we'd like to remain friends, and that's why we put our fair cap on. Yeah. Anyway. We promised last week that we did top 10 corners. We would do top 10 worst corners, and we have delivered. Yes, I've I've got some corner numbers and names, and I'll try and explain yes, where the numbers are. You've noticed a pattern. Without I giving have. away the tracks, you've noticed a pattern, and I've I got have. a couple of them myself. Yeah. Um, what out, is your pattern? T- turn 15 is a bad turn, according to me. Yeah, I've got uh, two turn 15s. Oh, two not turn, turn 10. 14s. Did I say turn 10? I've got two... You said no. turn 15. Yeah, turn 15. You've got some turn yeah. 15s as well. I've got two turn 15s. I've got a turn 14. Oh, have I got a turn oh, Sorry, 14? two turn 14s. I don't have a turn 14. And I had a turn 16 until I got rid of it. So, yeah, 14, 15, and 16 seem to be the worst corners on a track. Yeah. I think and again... I'm end of the track isn't it they're just trying to do something now they got bored and just ruined the whole yeah. thing and again this isn't chicanes i know you wanted to put monza chicane i wanted to put the chicane from catalonia i had more than monza chicane i wanted to put down there's several chicanes i wanted there yeah and uh because it's one corner i couldn't put my two least favorite combined corners which is brundle and nelson and corin and Murray's at Snetterton, so the stupid left rights and then the right lefts, so he they don't count as single corners. I, I'm starting to like it now because a thing happened, a, a very good thing happened. I'm not going to go on about it, but I'm starting to hate Snetterton slightly less, just slightly. Okay, I think I know what that thing was. What was it? Was it the, you doing the winning thing? 
I did the winning thing, my second ever win on ACC, my first ever CRS GT3 win. Could we have a silent round of applause for him? Let's assume everyone is clapping for you right now. Yeah, the only other race I've won was a wet Suzuka race I did with another community. There are, what do you mean, other community? I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> I did it because they're Australian. And they're like, hey, instead of getting up at three in the morning, come race at 8.30. I'm like, that sounds good. What bastards, they lied to you. They made it sound good. And then it was Suzuka in the wet. Yeah. Anyway, corners. Yeah. Um, so you went first last week, so it means I'm going to go first this week, yeah? Uh, Yeah, go nuts. All right. So first corner, and it pains me to put this track on here, but the corner is shit. It's MG at Phillip Island. It's just a shit corner. It just is. I'm sorry. It's just a shit corner. It's a downhill approach, like a full downhill approach to the corner. It is the tightest fuck-off corner that you really can't use all the track on because then you've got to turn left. And, like, the whole approach for the corner is shit. I'm sorry. It's 10th place because there's a lot worse corners out there. But it's a shit corner. You heard it here first. Phillip Island is shit. It's the only bad corner on the track. Fair. Um, I've not put mine in an order of that I dislike them. I just dislike them. Um, so my first one is Baku yeah. Turn 2. Oh, I forgot about Baku entirely. <laughs> yeah, well, there's a, well, turns out we were only meant to have one off each track, and there was a lot I was going to take off Baku, like Baku Turn one, two, three, four, five, six, seven. But no, Baku turn two because there's very few corners in the world where you can have two cars side by side and then immediately um, either have an accident or one of them has to back out completely. Um, yeah, it's it, not brilliant, is it? No, and then it's immediately onto a long-ish straight. Uh, it, it doesn't reward anyone for trying something there. Um, We've just ended up with clumsy accidents. I'm I'm amazed you didn't go for the um, slightly off camber left hander that sort of starts that downhill descent on the run to the front straight. Again, I forget what number corner that is, but again, that's there's, a so, there's so many bad corners on Baku. It's difficult to just pick one. Yeah, but I figured that one just because of watching clumsy accidents there over and over again at the starts and. People kind of looking like they're going to go for an overtake, and then immediately it's ruined by that corner. Yeah. So, all right. Are we moving on? Yeah, yeah, move on. Go, go, go. Number nine is speaking of clumsy, it's probably one of the clumsier corners that you're going to find. It's turn nine at Sepang. So there's that little back straight, and then the stupid tight off camber. And then proceeds to go uphill left-hander. Yep. Yeah. No, I I get that. That is, it's it's a good overtaking spot if you're in like a slow car, like not in a downforce car. But oh, it's a, it's an awkward corner. Yeah. Uh, yeah. It's it's not nice to drive. No. Um. Right. So my my next pick is Silverstone yep. Turn Four, which is, is the loop. Uh, so it's the very, very tight um, left-hander before you get onto the Wellington straight. 
Yeah, so not the kink, the one before it, which is the loop. Yeah. Yeah, I I considered putting that on there, but after having raced at Silverstone with DC Gunner, I found out I had like an advantage over just about everyone else in that corner. So I'm like, oh, I actually like this corner. Yeah, no. It's just I'm the not... way I took it. I had a slight advantage, so I I don't hate it. I I don't like it. What a what a fun section and then a massive boner killer. Yeah, like it, it, if it was if it wasn't quite that tight, it'd be really fun. Yeah, but it just just because of how tight it is, it just just ruins it for me. Yeah. Um. Remember her, last week how you broke the rule of like one corner per track and you included two from the mall. Yes. Yeah, I've broken our rule just the once and I've included another corner from Sepang. It's turn 14. I had to put it this low because the approach to it, the fast approach to it is turn 13. It's not counted as one corner. So I just took turn 14 by itself and that's why it's only eighth. It, it would be a lot higher if it was... If if it was like included with that approach, do you know the funny thing is, is how much we both like Sepang. I love Sepang. I do. <laughs> I, I, I love, love Sepang. Sepang. I think it's a great track, but it's like we're both agreeing. There's some shit corners on it. Yeah, it's because like, I love Silverstone, but, but there are some when, shit corners. When there. was the last time you hit the apex of Turn 14 at Sepang? When have I ever hit an apex? <laughs> that's a, actually, that's a that's a more accurate point. <laughs> That's not a judge of a bad corner. That's just a judge of a corner. <laughs> oh dear. Anyway, um, so we're noticing a theme with 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 my corners, and it's actually the complete opposite of the theme of the top five corners I had last week. They're all slow, tight, off camber, and shit. Uh, yeah. Which my next corner is is off camber, and one that I can never ever get right. Um, yep. which is thirties at Brands Hatch. Which one is Surtees? So Surtees is the left-hander before going on to the what is regarded as the back straight. The back straight. Yeah. All right. So that I like hill off can camber <laughs> late entry, and if you get on the power too soon, you immediately find yourself in the in the runoff. Uh, I it for me love Brands Hatch, but that corner is one that I just cannot. Rarely do I get it right, and I'm very inconsistent at it, and I don't like it. The argument I'll make for that corner is when you do get it right, how good does it feel? <laughs> I thought, genuinely thought you were about to say the argument for that corner I'll make is get good. No, no, no. <laughs> when, you, when you get it right, how good does it feel? Because that is a corner that you can get right. Most of the corners in mine, you can't really get right. You can just get it less wrong. Yeah, it's just one a corner I just I struggle with. I don't like. So yeah, love love the track, love the track, love every other corner. Sheen is fantastic. Druids is brilliant, but not not Certes. All right, not a problem. We can we can go with that. Uh, my next one, my number seven, number seven is turn fifteen at Albert Park, the tight left hander that just goes on. But and on, and on. Yeah, I, I know. Yeah, it's it's kind of just awkward. It's like, a, why is it yeah, there? It's it's a corner that you just turn left and just 
pray for the end of. Oh, fuck, <laughs> is this corner going to end anytime soon? <laughs> it's just one of the, okay. Um, um, no, no, it's still turning. Good, thanks. Okay. Yeah. So that's mine. That's uh, my number seven. My next one, um, and again, there was worse corners on this track, but they're kind of involved in this section of corners. Yep. Um, and some people probably aren't going to like this one, um, and you can come fight me in the comments afterwards. Um, Portier. Monaco. Which one is that? That's the That's the one that leads into the tunnel, isn't it? Yes, so again, the corner just before the back stretch. Fuck, I forgot about the hairpin. The stupid, stupid hairpin that no car can actually make it around with a racing car's turning circle. I should yes. have put that in there somewhere, Do but the, I didn't. The only reason why that hadn't made it onto my list and Portier did, and purely because I actually like watching an F1 car go round the hairpin, just because they're so slow at that point, it's just interesting to see all the cars bundle in there and turn around there at 30 miles an hour. Yeah, and the onboards, you have people like going hand over hand, which you never, ever do in a race car, but you have to, because yeah. otherwise you won't make it round. Yeah, whereas uh, Portier, I just kind of find it's just awkward. I I completely forgot about that corner, and I believe it should have a place on my list, so I'm getting rid of MG, because MG is not that bad. <laughs> just, no, I don't like that one. <laughs> I completely forgot about that corner. So yeah, put Portier, the one before the um straight. Um yeah, I uh, yeah, not a fan. All right, no worries. My number six is turn twelve at Paul Ricard. It's that left hander that comes after the right hander that's almost the same but somehow slightly better. And it's basically one of those where you enter wide and you're turning you're turning, turning, you're still turning, turning some more, looking for an apex, you're turning, you're turning, you're still turning. Oh, you might find an apex, and then you go. It's just a lot of turning. It's just too much turning. Jimmy hates corners that involve turning. (laughs) Fuck, imagine that. (laughs) No, but it's it's a shit corner. I, I I'm very very sure that no one will disagree with me that that corner is a shit corner. No, I don't see there being anyone really arguing arguing that. Or Paul Ricard. <laughs> oh, I love Paul Ricard. Um, no. I you know what? I have a Paul Ricard corner. Do you? Yeah, it's later on in the list, but there is some Paul Ricard coming. Is you, there? Yeah, you lucky fuckers, you. Excellent. Um, so my one, and I'm going to butcher the pronunciation. Um, uh, oh, do you know when you can't actually now remember how to even remotely, like you just look to the word, read it in your head and gone, <laughs> I can say that. And then I've actually come to read the word and I've gone, ah, you don't know how to say this. Um, Oshlieb. Oschersleben. There we go. Turn one. Yep, yep, yep. 
I think it was John Cleland on commentary for the World Touring Cars that said, the guy who designed that first corner needs to be taken into a dark room and beaten about the head. Yes. Um, Osher Sleeven turn one is is fucking awful. It's it's an awful corner. You're bringing up some corners that I completely forgot about, yeah, if I'm go. honest. I did my research. Yeah. All and right, it... so... Oh, we still got. Yep. No, 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 no. Okay, I was just going to make a comment upon some other stuff, not not anything relevant. Do do your next corner. Oh, John Cleland also famous for telling someone, "I'm going for first. seamlessly as if nothing ever happened. Excellent. And that I, went well. I didn't make a comment about Jimmy not being in the podcast anymore. What did John Cleland say? "I'm going for first," says Cleland. Yes, there we go. Anyway, my number five corner is actually, coincidentally, turn five from Abu Dhabi. The old turn five, because they've updated it and it might be better. It won't be, but keep going. <laughs> it's it's the corner before the back straight, that left-hander that goes on forever. Yes. Just I've... absolutely forever. Haven't they actually just made it longer? No, they've made it slightly shorter because you don't have to turn the full 180 degrees. So they're basically using that road that everyone suggested they use. So they've taken out the chicane, and it's basically a straight approach to that corner. Oh, right. I was thinking wrong wrong corner. I was a corner back. Yeah. Okay. Well, that might actually make some overtaking opportunities, so... It might make it possible, yes. So, yeah, the old turn five at Abu Dhabi... Because it's just a shit corner. It really, there's no way to get that right. Yeah, you just well, get it less wrong. That's well, okay. There's a lot of corners at Abu Dhabi you could probably include on this list, isn't there? Yeah, but most of them are chicanes or are yeah. influenced by the corner before, uh, like uh, twelve. Right. This is, uh, my next one's going to take some explaining where it is on track, unless you want to quickly pull it up where it is. Um, Sochi, turn yep. 15. Oh, that's my number four as well. So let's do this. Oh my God, we both got turn 15 at Sochi. At the same time. Yeah, it's brilliant. Oh, actually, it's oh, not brilliant. No, it's Shit. not. That's why it's on the list. It's the left-hander in that sort of bus stoppy kind of complex that's yeah. off-camber, uphill, then downhill, but remaining off-camber the whole time. Yeah. It's, it's just shit. Fuck. Like it's a, it's not a very good track on the whole, but you managed to find a corner, so hated. Yeah. Like, good God. Yeah. yeah so uh, that that's my number four. So you're gonna have to go again because that's my number four corner. That that's fine because my next one is Kota Turn Fifteen. Is that the sort of double apexy corner? Um, so that is the incredibly tight one after. So um, I'm trying to think. It's Ooh. like a replica of turn nine and ten at Bahrain. You have a sort of sweeping entry that yes. tightens at the very end of it. Yeah, and it's super I love that tight. Corner. One of my really favourite corners. I don't, I don't like it. I don't, it's just I love again, that. It's that that too tight and basically going through like a reasonably flowy section to all of a sudden here stop please yeah i i get it 
Um, but I like it because of the variation in line you can take in there, and they all seem to work. Yeah, I d- just nah, it's it... it's a little bit it's a little bit. I'm I'm not gonna say it's it's exactly like, but it's a little bit like Tarzan Corner at Zanvort, where you can have multiple different lines and they all work somehow. Yeah, and so it's just... because it's because of the tightness of that corner that you can take turns 16, 17, and 18 flat. If that was a faster corner, you'd have to slow down for those corners and then it'd be less fun that section. No, no, because it would actually cause them to have to lift or brake or do something that wasn't just planting the accelerator, which is great for, like, turkey turn... Is it turn eight or nine at Turkey? Turn eight. Turn eight, where it's a big enough corner that they're literally flat out and just accelerating and they're just going really fucking quick and it's brilliant. Whereas that one, if they were going a little bit quicker, it they'd actually have to do something else. It's it's not that grand of a corner, in my personal opinion. Yeah. I yeah, I'm I'm gonna disagree with you on that one. That's one of my favorite corners at Kota. You could have had so many others. Well, that that one, I, I, yeah, I'm not a fan of that one. Um, yeah, what's your next pick? My next pick is Turn Four at Simmons Plains, a track you definitely won't be per, uh, familiar with. But let me tell you, that is a shit corner. It really is. Up. You couldn't get no. to ten, so you just made fucking racetracks and that. Up, no, you? ask ask Sausage. Sausage knows exactly what I'm on about because he's driven that track, and he knows it's a shit corner. <laughs> It's, I'm, I'm not talking to sausage at the moment because he, he said we wouldn't get fined for touching Wang, and I touched his Wang, and he said we might even get paid for it. I've received no money. <laughs> he's not talking to him. It's yeah, like when your woman about. gives you the silent treatment; she thinks she's punishing you. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> pretty much. Anyway, uh, so yeah, turn four at Simmons Plains. You're more than welcome to look it up. It's a shit corner. It's like a 180 banked corner that's also a hairpin. So it's like a banked hairpin that goes 180 degrees and you take it at like 40 kilometers an hour. That sounds fun. It's shit. That sounds lovely. Trust me, it's shit. Uh, Right, so my next pick, we're heading off to Singapore. Oh, you bastard! Is oh. it the same corner that's my number one? Yeah, uh, is it? Ter- is your number one turn nineteen? It's turn eighteen. Oh, oh! I went the corner after the bridge. I went the corner before the bridge. <laughs> I went after the bridge because the I looked at the one before the bridge and was like, "That's fucking terrible." I fucking hate it. <laughs> but it was the one that's after the, the bridge that I took. Oh, I took the one before the bridge, and that's my worst corner. Oh, you've ruined it. Oh, dear. Well, at least we've somewhat agreed on this list. That's making mm-hmm. a difference. Like I said, mine aren't in any particular order, so we, you can still have yours being worse. <laughs> yeah, turn 18. I've been in the outside wall of turn 18 more times than I've been in any other wall in any other game, and I've been in lots of walls. See, I always found myself getting cocky after turn 18. And so then when I went into turn <laughs> I 19... I got that right, yeah. Was I then just like, oh my God, I've got turn 18 right now. I must be brilliant. And then immediately gone and fucked myself into the wall. Yeah. <laughs> <It's>... <laughs> uh, 
this has gone spectacularly well. Um, this has gone brilliantly. Oh, I've forgotten an entire track that I could have been. Oh, let's 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 say I didn't forget and I've ruled it out on a technicality. Um, really, you could have any corner at the Vietnam track. Pick any corner. I'll agree with you. <laughs> any corner you like. Any one of them. They're all shit. They're they're all fairly non-existent. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, my <laughs> number one worst corner was. Turn eighteen at Singapore, but now it I'm has to be another one. one. I've still got two more to go. Oh, really? Then you should probably do one. Yeah, I was going to say, I've, because you, you, yeah, you jumped in with you. I've still got, um, yeah. So my my next one, I'm taking us back to Paul Ricard. Ooh, um, hello. Turn turn fifteen, last corner on the track. It's a very shit corner. Yep, I'll give you that. Yeah, what an absolute. Like after you've gone through that entire section of oh here's a long corner after long corner after long corner after long corner after change of direction into another long corner mm-hmm. is a very very sharp abrupt ruin your life corner and I hate it <laughs> sharp abrupt ruin your life corner direct yeah, quote from Mister Ed yeah it's fucking horrible ah <laughs> oh, that's brilliant. Right. Anyway, yeah, what's your, what's your number one now? My, my, my number one worst corner that isn't turn eighteen at Singapore. <laughs> yeah, your new number <laughs> one. It's turn fourteen at Shanghai. Oh, I'm which heard. is the corner at the end of the back straight, the stupidly sharp. Hey, we know you're doing three hundred and thirty k's an hour. Would you mind slowing down to about sixty? Yeah, to be it's honest, just a shit corner. Cars have literally come up to that corner and shit themselves so badly their front tyres have fallen off. Yeah, was that um, Sebastian Buemi or was that Jaime Aljuswari? I think it was Aljuswari in a Toro Rosso. Yeah, it was a Toro de- Rosso of, yeah. of some description. But yeah, yeah de- definitely come a Toro up to that Rosso. corner and the front tyres have gone, nope. Yeah, yeah, don't, nope, we're not braking like that anymore. We're, nope. It's a shit corner. I'm sorry if you like that corner. It's a shit corner. I wanted to include turn uh, 11, which is the tight left-hander that leads to the right-hand sweep onto the back straight, but it's because of that next corner that makes that corner so shit, which is the technicalities in our rules have ruled out some corners. To be honest, I'm, I'm not even a massive fan of the back straight there, if I'm being completely honest. I love that. I love myself a long straight. It's why the GT3 version of Paul Ricard's sort of swayed me. Yeah, see, I love myself yes, a long straight. But the thing is, in F1 there, it's so fucking long. It's a question of, like, do you need that DRS zone there? or And the DRS zone seems to start, like, three quarters of the way down. Yeah, but they, they break that back straight up with a stupid chicane. Yeah, I know they do it. Yeah, I don't, I don't like that stupid chicane. If we were allowed chicanes on this list, guess what was going on there? Poor chicane. Yeah, because it's <laughs> stupid. Anyway, we're, we're going to have this fucking list at some point. But Of what? Anyway, worse chicanes? Just worse series of Looking at you, Fair enough. one monza. Um. Anyway, I've got my number one. And what it's, is a number, it? it's a number one I think everyone can universally hate for anyone that has ever done a hot lap of um, the Nordschleifer. 
and they will universally hate this corner because it is a corner that you would have got all the way round the track on what you might describe as the best lap of your life. You've yep. got everything right going all the way round. You've done everything you can to get this lap in. You are at this point just holding on and then you get to the second carousel. Oh. And you just overcook it. You get too confident at the fact it's got banking and you give it a little bit too much welly. Yeah, because I don't that hate the corner. Doesn't mean shit. Yeah, it's it's not a hateful corner, but when you're on a proper good lap and you just think that banking's gonna hold you into the inside and it doesn't and it spits you out and then all of a sudden you've gone from being half a second up a second up on your best lap and you are on the run of your life and you've just thrown it all away on that corner <laughs> it is a i hate that corner <laughs> i I I think it's a good corner that maybe encourages you to go a little bit too hard a little too often on what usually is an eight-minute lap. So if you fuck it up, it's That's... eight minutes before you come and do it again. This By which time I mean. you've forgotten what happened last time and you're yep. like, yep, I'm going to do, I'm going to, I'm going to approach it exactly the same way. Yeah, this is what I mean. It's, it, it's not a bad corner inherently but because of what it does and what it represents it's it's a corner any like i know there's a few people like i know odds listening to this going i don't fucking hot lap no burger so uh fuck you i don't even know what you're on about oh it but doesn't any... hot lap any track he goes on <laughs> oof, oof. <laughs> but i'm just trying to make him mad at me if... hi odd Anyone else knows that corner? If you if you're hot lapping the Nurburgring, that corner. I I like that corner for one reason. It's because when you see it, it's like a really obvious landmark. Of when you see that corner, you're like, "Fuck, I'm nearly done." Yeah, I'm nearly done. Yeah, you've you've essentially That's once why... you get around that corner, you've essentially got. Like two corners, four left. corners left, or yeah. yeah, depends on which layout. But yeah, which, doing, yeah, yeah, which layout, yeah. But yeah, you you look at that corner and you go, "I am nearly done," and it's like a blessed relief. Light comes down from the heavens, and it's like, "Yes, you've been doing this for eight minutes. You're nearly and, there." And, you and that's why that's what I like. <laughs> it's what I it's what I like about the second carousel. So I, I I'm I'm gonna argue that it's not a terrible corner. I fully understand your reasoning, but I'm gonna tell you I love that corner for what it represents because it's the end. Yeah, see I'm saying it's a terrible corner because of the sheer hatred it will now be filling people's hearts with as they remember <laughs> that perfect lap of the Nürburgring you were on. Just think about it, and it was that <laughs> corner. I all know you have one, you have a lap in a car. Do you know what? I do. Yeah, you <laughs> do. The, the Janetta, I was chasing down Brad in your car on your team. And I had a mint lap. I gained like three seconds on him in that lap. And he had been kicking my ass for the entire rest of the spin and continued to do so after this lap. As I overcooked it and got some rear end damage there at the is. second carousel. Kick 
killed it, didn't it? Killed the whole lap. Because <laughs> I'm like, fuck, I'm catching him, I'm catching him. And yeah, I've ruined my lap. So Yeah, it is It is a with so much hate. Because I've, I've done some extensive lapping of that place. I've Before I joined the league, it was pretty much the, well, what are we going to do driving a car around the circuit today? Norris Schleifer. Okay. <laughs> All right. So that wraps up top 10 or top 10 worst corners. Yeah. yeah it's not really we've... a top 10, is it? like a bottom 10 so we have one quick thing and I'm gonna have to do it again I'm sorry gonna have to get slightly political like I did last time because and you've seen this I've sent it to you there's a poster that's come out in my home city from our current government who as you may remember cancelled the Clipsal 500 the Adelaide 500 the first event to enter the C- the V8 Supercars Hall of Fame. We beat the Bathurst 1000 to getting into the Hall of Fame. And they cancelled it. Not only did they cancel it, they tried to sell off the infrastructure so that no one else could bring it back. And when they couldn't do that, they gave it away to the owner of the Ben Motorsport Park. They literally gave him infrastructure, took massive losses just so they could get rid of it so it couldn't be brought back. And after some heavy criticism from just about everyone, even like environmental vegans are, are, are on the case of, of, of the liberals here, saying bring that event back, not because of the pollution, but because of the, uh, the, the money and business and jobs that it brings to our great state. They have released a poster of an exhaust emitting some gas which just says say no to the Adelaide 500, and they have put that everywhere. Which I would argue just everywhere against driving. Driving, yeah. On on the whole, you can't. And your government, who, and I say this by watching a video, um, quite a funny video to be honest, are so fucking genius. Whilst they're saying about you can't have that, and that's pollution. Mm-hmm. You are the only country, I believe, in the world that has put an extra tax on electric vehicles. Yep. Every, every other you... country in the world has said, yeah, no, we'll, we'll help people buy more of these. We, we want to be greener. And Australia went, no, we're going to tax them. Yep. And we're going to tax them more. Not only that, we our state, pays the highest electricity prices in the world. In the world, our state has the highest electricity prices. Yes, Jimmy has paid one million Australian <laughs> Monopoly dollars to come on this podcast tonight, just by charging yeah, we, his phone. We have the most expensive electricity in the world. That is a fact. And do you know the other event we got rid of while we're getting rid of all of these great events? I don't know, you know, while racing, no, no, we got rid of the tour down under a cycling race. How much pollution does cycling do? None, naught. Explain that one, you bastard. So, yeah, in short, get fucked, Stephen Marshall. Okay, good. We, we made it political, but it was Jimmy's version of political, which means everyone else 
in, they in the Discord. The race. Everyone else in the Discord isn't going to get too angry, which is fine. I'm pissed off. I'm beyond pissed off. That's fine. That's Australian politics. That's actually a joke. <laughs> Literally and figuratively. Ow. It's, Ow. it's. I don't want to get onto British politics because people get really hit up about these things. So that's that fine. Boris Johnson, he's a great bloke, isn't he? <laughs> oh my god! Why? I mean that he should come here and run our country. That's brilliant. <laughs> Oh my! You know what the first odd, comment odd is, is frothing <laughs> at the mouth. Odd, no, odd, odd, odd is, is frothing at the mouth. Odd's about to tell you, you can have him. Wait, fuck it. He's <laughs> a good bloke. Yeah. Get him, get him, and Donald Trump, and we'll make them prime minister and deputy prime minister, and that'll sort some shit out. <laughs> there will be no more woke movement in Australia. Those two at the helm. There'll be no more Australia because you're going to try and fight fucking Japan. Oh, that's great. Oh, that's brilliant. And I say you're going to go fight Japan. I mean that in the sense of because neither Donald Trump nor Boris Johnson could figure out which ones which were one China the is. Yeah. Yeah, that looks about right. <laughs> we're going for China. We've taken a right. Oh, fuck. Oh, they all look the same. That's fine. Yeah. Is it, is, Bomb it. Bomb is it now. No, is this North or South Vietnam? <laughs> <laughs> they don't care. <laughs> I think you may have done it. I think you may have just got us kids. <laughs> well done. <laughs> well done, you. <laughs> All right. Anyway, I have to get ready for work, so we're gonna have to. We're gonna have to end it there. Oh, we're. Are we going to have to roll the obnoxiously loud um, outro music? That oh, there it's... we go. We're ending on on Ed <laughs> definitely getting us cancelled. <laughs> well, I tried earlier. Oh my god! Oh dear. Okay. Right. Well. Um, anyway. Yeah. I'm gonna go. <laughs> right. <laughs> Good night, everybody. I hope you've enjoyed it. We have. We definitely have. Uh, uh, Qatar next week, probably going to be boring. Even I'll jump on board with that one. So I'm saying boring, which means expect, it's going to be explosive. Expect a banger. Yeah. Expect a banger. Max yeah. and Lewis are going to come together. Valtteri and Sergio are going to come together. Daniel Ricciardo and Lando are going to take another one too. But Daniel's going to do the noble thing and give Lando his win. Uh, yeah. And we're also going to, everyone just, if everyone can tweet um, F1 just saying, you know, reverse championship or the sprint races would be better. I think yep. Lu- Lewis has proved it. Lewis has saved sprint races because they were all fairly terrible up until now. And the only reason it was good is because he had to come through from the back and it made it so much more. It was worth watching. Yes, th- that. Also, tweet Stephen Stephen Marshall and tell him he is a knob. Do that because I'm pretty angry. Anyway, you know, sadly, that's done. There's going to be a poor English bloke called Stephen Marshall because that'll be the first one to come up on any British Twitter that's about <laughs> to get a lot of abuse. <laughs> Just go, what um, have I done? Like the um, the the rapper T Pain, uh, our Australian Test cricket captain Tim Pain goes by T Pain at sometimes, and apparently he was getting hate from a bunch of Indian people who didn't know that it wasn't Tim Pain. Brilliant. That was a thing that happened. 
Anyway, <laughs> let's wrap this up because yeah, I'm gonna yeah. go. Yeah, we're 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 calling it an an, an evening of. Yeah, it's 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 been one. All right, cheers everyone for listening. Rolling obnoxiously loud outro music now. Go.